Welcome again to the prayer experience on this wonderful, wonderful Tuesday, the second day of the week. Thank you everyone that came on yesterday and uh, thank you for the feedback as well that we are getting. And thank you for people who continue to pray for especially the lady who is in a state of unconsciousness and uh, we we yet to get any feedback in terms of um, how she's doing. But we will pray again today and we'll continue to pray until we see a physical manifestation of that which we believe God for. So thank you for that prayer. Also for the eight months old baby, uh, those of you who are praying, thank you very much. That's what the prayer experience is all about. It's about standing in the gap on behalf of people, communities, nations, so that the plan and the purposes of God can come to pass. We are not relenting. Welcome again, as usual, to the prayer experience. Remember to join the prayer experience community. The group page is available on the Daily Talks media. You can just uh, search for it prayer experience community it will pop up on facebook and you can sign in and be a part of that we're looking forward to january next year it's going to be a month of prayer for us especially for the team uh we'll be spending uh, every single day next month <laughs> next month is next year we'll be spending every single day waiting on the lord praying trusting him to do amazing things in 2021 but for now, connect with us, leave us a comment on the comments page. If you want to leave a prayer request, feel free to do so. And we'll be happy to join our prayers together with yours. Straight away, let's give God glory for his goodness and his kindness upon our lives. Wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, out and about, it doesn't matter. God is everywhere at the same time and he will hear our time of prayer today. Psalm 29 and verse 2, it says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Ascribe to the Lord glory due his name. Many times we try to take the glory that doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. And, and God does something in our lives. Let's return it back to him. Big, quick, quick, quick question. How come you are alive today? How come you're here now? How come you're still on this side of God's green earth? It's only God who's made it possible. So even if there are things you've asked the Lord for and it hasn't happened yet, why not begin to look at what he has done already? and begin to give him glory due his name. For yourself, the fact that you are alive and well, for your children, for your children's children, your parents, for those of us who still got them, our grandparents, and some people still have great-grandparents, some still have great-great-grandparents. Thank God for the people in your life, your friends, work colleague, your local church, the assembly that you belong to. Let's give thanks, let's give him glory due his name father we want to thank you we bless you for your faithfulness your kindness your mercies we thank you <laughs> what a great god you are what an amazing father thank you lord because you're the one at work in us both to will and to do of your good purposes and lord we come today and give you glory that is due your name thank you for our nation 
Thank you for Boris Johnson, our amiable Prime Minister. Thank you for all of the members of Cabinet. Thank you for the MPs, councillors up and down the country. Thank you for people in position of responsibility and the place of power in our nation, not just in the United Kingdom, but for nations across the world that are represented on this platform over Africa, over Asia, Middle East, Far East, um, Central America, South America, and all of the nations of Europe. Lord, we want to thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your mercy. What a great God you are. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Um, I've got a short word I want to bring to us today, and it's a very, very poignant one. It's one that uh, causes reflection. It's one that brings to our mind the harsh reality of the world that we live in right now as Christians. And uh, I'll take you to John 15 and verse 20. We'll look at that and then we will go into a time of praying. John 15, 20, Jesus Christ was speaking and he says, remember what I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. And I want you to underline the word, if they persecute me, they will persecute you also. What does that mean? It means that if Jesus was persecuted, then Christians should expect persecution. You don't have to pray for it. You don't have to wish for it. It will naturally happen. Why? Because we live in a world where there is a battle between light and darkness, a battle between righteousness and unrighteousness. And certainly when you become a Christian, you become part of righteousness, you become part of the light, and the darkness will fight you. Some, some, one of the ways in which it, it does that is to stir up persecution, hatred against Christians and against believers. And you see, there are countries in our world today where it's so hostile for Christianity. One of such countries, you're looking at North Korea. In North Korea, it is very difficult to follow Jesus, and it is so terrible. And you find countries like Afghanistan, countries like Somalia, Burkina Faso, Burkina Faso apologies, is also part of that. Sri Lanka is also there, in which uh, this year many of us are aware during the Easter period, where uh, about 250 Christians were killed because of their faith in Sri Lanka. Bangladesh, we've got people from Bangladesh and the prayer experience. Bangladesh is one of those difficult places where you can't be a Christian. China, don't even talk about China. China, you've got um, challenges, Christians and churches are, are pressured and monitored by the state, you know, the state watches what we do in our churches in China. Indonesia is also there. Recently, about three churches were attacked and 18 people killed in China. i give you another one, and that is recently, just last week, about 39 people in the Democratic Republic of Congo, 39 people were murdered by extremists in DRC last week, 39 people because they were Christians, 
and in in uh, we talked about indonesia we talked about what happened there. Uh, there there's another one here in which six houses including a makeshift church and a salvation army building were burned to the ground just recently uh friday the 27th of november and that takes us back to that scripture again jesus said remember what i told you a servant is not greater than his master if they persecuted me they will persecute you also so before we begin to ask why is god allowing uh, christians to be persecuted jesus said a servant is not greater than his master if they persecuted me they will persecute you also so persecutions are part of the things that we have to face as christians in our world today and it's a it's a it's 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 a sad thing that we live in 2020 when everyone has the fundamental human right to be able to practice whichever faith they so wish to practice but in our world today it is not so some people are losing their lives even as we speak right now because they are christians northern nigeria is an example where it is dangerous in some towns and cities in northern nigeria to carry a bible it might be death sentence for you just to be seen with a bible these are the harsh realities how about in the western world europe united kingdom there are levels of persecution in our offices in our communities in our nation today some people want to impose their way of life upon us some people will come into our church and demand that we marry them uh, in contra contrary to what the Bible says. That's a level of persecution that we face. But I tell you, in some parts of the world, it is worse. People lose their lives. And I just want us to reflect on what Jesus has said. And I want you to pray for yourself and say, God, irrespective of the level of persecution and pressure and the challenge that I may face in my life, Help me to keep standing strong. Help me to keep believing. Help me to keep following after Jesus. And I tell you, you never know how you will behave until your faith is under pressure. But like Jesus prayed for Peter, he said, I've prayed for you that your faith will not fail. I want you to pray for yourself right now and say, God, I might be going through persecution or I don't know what my faith, my face in times to come. Some of us face different challenges in different ways. For some of us, it's not persecution. It might be things in our lives that makes us want to doubt God, makes us want to turn our back on him. But we got to be standing strong and say life alive or in death, I'm going to follow Jesus. Nothing will make me turn my back on him can we make that prayer right now father god we just want to present ourselves to you god with resolute faith like those guys in hebrews chapter 11 some of them face lions some of them face the fire daniel meshach abednego and 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 those guys in the book of daniel the three hebrew boys daniel himself and, and many people in the Bible, Joseph was persecuted because he refused to sin against his God and he was thrown into prison. And we see things like that all through the scriptures. People have been persecuted because of their faith and belief in God. 
And Lord, we want to pray for ourselves today. We pray for all of our intercessors and people on this prayer experience right now that you will strengthen our faith, that we'll be resolute in our resolve to follow you. It doesn't matter what the enemy might throw against us. We are more than conquerors. We are more than overcomers. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are above and not below. Thank you, Lord because you are our strength, you are our courage. You said when we walk through the water, you will not leave us. When we walk through the fire, you will not leave us. You're always there for us. He said in the world, you will have tribulation. But he said, be of good cheer, because I've overcome the world. He said, my peace, I live with you. He said, not as the world gives, it's a special kind of peace that keeps you even in the midst of trouble. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And in that vein, I want us to pray for the persecuted church. I want us to pray for uh, churches across these nations. We've mentioned churches in North Korea, churches in Burkina Faso, churches in, in Sri Lanka, churches in Bangladesh, churches in China, churches in Indonesia, churches in Iran, and churches in Northern Nigeria. Can you pray? Look at this scripture in Matthew 5, 11. It says, God will bless you when people insult you, mistreat you, and tell all kinds of evil lies about you because of me. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus said, blessed are you. Some translation says, blessed are you when people persecute you and treat you unrighteously and treat you unjustly because of me because you obey God, because you do what God wants you to do. Sometimes you suffer all kinds of ill treatment, but keep standing strong because the Bible says, blessed are you. Can we pray for churches and just say, God, we bless the church in Iran. We bless the church in Bangladesh. We bless the church in India, the church in North Korea. Pray with me right now. Pray with me for our brothers and sisters across the world who are suffering persecution. Pray. Pray wherever you are. If you can pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit and, and just pray for this, our brothers. We want to remember 39 people that lost their lives in, in DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, in Central Africa. We do remember them, Lord, their loved ones and their family members. Some of them have children. Some of them have parents. The four Christian men who were murdered in Indonesia, and six houses burnt, including a makeshift church and a Salvation Army building. Lord, everyone affected one way or the other. I want to pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that your blessing will come upon these homes, these families. You will strengthen them, Lord. They will not, they will not give up in their faith. Because of what they are suffering, Lord, they will not give up. They will keep standing strong, believing in you, holding on to you. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Iran. And we, we pray, Lord, that you will strengthen them, strengthen their reserve. Thank you, because in Iran, we're seeing 3,000 people come to the Lord virtually every month. And we thank you that in spite of the persecution, the church of Jesus is marching on. The gates of Hades will not be able to uh, prevail against it. And so, Lord, we pray super mighty strength, that they be strengthened with all might according to your glorious power unto all patience, long-suffering with joyfulness in the name of Jesus. Thank you for uh, our brothers and sisters 
in India, in Bangladesh, in Indonesia, in North Korea. We pray for them. They will keep standing strong. We also remember Christians in Western Europe, in America, people who are different in different ways, at different levels, suffer persecution because of their faith. And, and there are people sometimes they lose their job because they are Christians or they lose their home and lose their, their, their belongings because they are Christians. They are being threatened by other people. Father, we ask that your blessing will come. The sense of your presence, the sense that, listen, we are more than conquerors, that, that victory mentality will flow through their heart and mind in the mighty name of Jesus. In spite of all of this persecution, I want us to pray that the church will be missional. We will continue to, to be missional, okay? We will not be stopped. Nothing can stop us from being missional. And what do I mean? Preaching the gospel, re reaching out to people with the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at Mark chapter 6 and verse 12. We certainly look at Mark yesterday, the book of Mark yesterday, and we're looking at verse 12 today. So the disciples went out, telling everyone they met to repent of their sins and turn to God. Repent of their sins and turn to God. Pray with me that the church will be undaunted, even in its mission to speak the word of God in these countries, especially where they are facing death because of their faith. Lord, we want to pray that the stop will that the church will will not stop being missional in china will not stop being missional in bangladesh will not stop being missional in indonesia will not stop being missional in northern nigeria and other parts of the world we pray for the church in in drc the church in in burkina faso the church in mali the church in sri lanka the church in china we pray for the church in North Korea, oh God, that they will continue to preach. They will continue with boldness, with boldness. Grant unto thy servants boldness to speak your word in the name of Jesus. And by the releasing of your hands, oh God, let signs and wonders be done by the name of your holy child, Jesus. We pray that you will continue to do mighty works. We pray for the church in Iran, that, that we will see those 3,000 people that come to the Lord in Iran become 6,000 and 9,000 until, wow, there is such a, a tremendous harvest of people coming to Jesus in Iran, in Afghanistan, in Azerbaijan, in Armenia, in the name of Jesus, even in Saudi Arabia, in Qatar, in the name of Jesus, the underground church will just be exploding and multiplying in the name of Jesus. Why? Because you said you're building your church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we pray that as the message goes out, as the gospel goes out, people will respond positively to the good news of Jesus by repenting and turning away from sin, repenting and turning away from sin. What we don't want to do is we're preaching, we're preaching, and people are resisting, resisting. No one to pray. Prayer, when prayer goes forth, hearts are open. Hearts are open. Hearts are open. Look at that scripture in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, 
in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for people in China. This promise is for people in North Korea. This promise is for people even in Singapore and, and the Philippines and across the world, Sweden, Switzerland, Italy. Pray right now that more and more people in our world today will respond, they will repent, they will be baptized in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to see that. Like the day of Pentecost, wow. Like the day when Peter stood up among the eleven and preached the gospel and people said, what must we do that we might be saved? We pray for people in in the united kingdom people in manchester people in in blackpool people in preston people in chorley people in wigan in west Horton. we pray for people in atherton people in bolton we pray father across lancashire across greater manchester across yorkshire across all the regions of the united kingdom more men more women young old suddenly will begin to repent and turn to the Lord as the message goes out online, the message goes out through the print media, message goes out in local churches, the message goes out on the street, street evangelism or one by one ministration among friends and colleagues as the word of God is disseminated in the name of Jesus. Let there be a positive response. You said the husband man is waiting patiently for the precious fruit of the earth, that he might receive both the former rain and the latter rain in the same month. Oh God, <laughs> in the name of Jesus, we want to see that in this end times, oh God, more people want to the Lord, more people coming to Jesus on our streets in Preston, on our streets in Manchester, on our streets in London, in Oxford. We pray that, come on, pray for your nation, pray for the nation where you're from. From Pakistani people, just pray for that. People from India, pray for your nation. Just pray for your nation. Those of you in Iraq, in Iran, pray for your nation. Pray right now that more people will be responding to the message of the gospel in the name of Jesus. Pray, just pray. Father, we ask you, God, more and more people will respond positively. Let the rain fall upon those hardened hearts. Let those hardened hearts become softer and ready for salvation in the name of Jesus. Lord, we cry out in your name. That's our heart desire on prayer experience. We want to see an explosion around the world in Nigeria, in Ghana, in Cameroon, in Sierra Leone. We want to see an explosion of more and more people being one to the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Quickly, can we pray for the next generation? We said we're going to be praying for the next generation every day. This week, I want us to pray for our young men, our young women, our teenagers, our children. I want you to pray for them. Look at that scripture. The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully on you. You will prophesy with them. You will be transformed. Ask that the next generation will be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray that right now. Father, we want to pray for our children in our homes, our children in our families, our students, uh, our, our college uh, uh, pupils, our, our school children, in the name of Jesus, people within that age range, people who 
constitute the next generation. We want the working of your spirit in their hearts, in their lives. There are things only you can do. No man can do it, Lord. No church can do it. No denomination can do it. Uh, and no hash parenting can do it. There are some things only by the power of the Holy Spirit can be achieved and done. We ask that the Holy Spirit will be at work in the lives of our young people. God, we pray that you will move by the power of your spirit in the lives of the young people. Do what only you, Lord, can do in their lives. Raise among the young people, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Raise among the young people, people with a fierce evangelistic ministry. Young people in their early 20s who will rise up with a message and a vision from the Lord and reach out to young people in their generation. Oh God, we want to see you do signs and wonders and miracles and things among them. Oh God, we pray that. We pray Call them that you have called even before the foundation of the world. Use them. Part your spirit. Part your grace in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Amen. We'll continue to pray for the next generation every day this week. We'll come at it uh, in different ways, but we want to pray. We want to continue that prayer uh, on the Watchmen prayer network that we meet 7.30 every night. Certainly this month is the month where we're praying for the next generation. And I felt the Lord said prayer experience will connect with our prayer and we'll be praying with other Christians across the world for our children, our young people, that they will grow up and become strong pillars in the hands of the Lord. Quickly before we go, I want us to mention those two prayer requests we had yesterday. I mentioned it again. I want us to pray. Um, the Bible says in Psalm 141 verse 1, I call upon you, O Lord, come quickly to me. Hear my voice when I call to you. Certainly on prayer experience, we're calling on to God on behalf of this eight-month-old boy and this uh, 40-year-old woman. For those of you who were not online yesterday, I want us to pray for this woman. We had a prayer request that came in. She's in a state of coma at the minute, and she's unconscious. Uh, she's got a brain swelling. We trust God that swelling is going down. We trust God the pressure on the brain is being eased, and we trust God that she's going to recover from that. She's got a, a, a toddler. She's got a toddler, a baby who is a toddler who is confused right now, wondering, where is my mom? Where is my mom? She's got a husband who is worried. Of course, he, he should be worried, um, but we, we want to cast all our cares upon the Lord, all our worries upon the Lord on behalf of this family and say, God, will you come true for them, come true for this family. And also, we're going to pray uh, together for this um, eight-year-old, uh, 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 eight-month-old boy, a member of our prayer experience team has asked, and you pray for my grandson, who is only eight months and has been diagnosed with asthma and, and being checked for epilepsy. And he's got a, a hospital appointment on the 17th of December. And we want that 17th of December appointment to be um, a testimony, a testimony. Father, let's pray. Pray for these two cases right now, wherever you are. Just pray. We'll give two minutes to just pray and then we'll finish. Father God, we want to just, we want to just pray right now. We pray together in agreement. 
with my brothers and sisters who are out there, people listening to the audio podcast or watching the recorded are included in this agreement prayer. Father, that you will do something. Oh God, you will you will do something. Touch this woman, even in her state of unconsciousness, and begin to restore her health in the name of Jesus. Lord, touch, touch, touch her. Right now, even as she lays down there, she'll be hearing your voice speaking life to her, speaking health to her, speaking restoration to her. Certainly, oh God, that she will not be cut short in the prime of her life at the age of 40, oh God, that you will restore her back to her family, restore her back to her, her child who is only barely a toddler. We pray in the name of Jesus for a restoration. We rebuke the spirit of infirmity over that body. Take your hands over that body right now. We break the hold of that sickness and, and whatever it is that has resulted in this situation in the name of Jesus. We ask the miracle working power of God to surge through her body, through her brain cells in the name of Jesus, brain tissues in Jesus' name. We minister the life of God from the head down to her toes in Jesus' name. Let life flow. He said, Jesus said, the thief hasn't come but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you may have life. We pray life, life, life in Jesus' name. We also remember the eight months old baby in Jesus' name. We declare you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. There's a miracle happening in your life right now. Epilepsy is not yours. It is not yours. Every, every symptoms of epilepsy, we come against it right now. Every symptom of asthma, we come against it right now in the name of Jesus. And we speak healing and life to your body. We agree together by faith in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And for anybody who might be ill, who might be unwell, and they're trusting you for their healing, that, Lord, you will come true for them. You said himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses, by whose stripes we were healed. We receive and claim spiritual healing, physical healing, healing at all levels in our lives, in our homes, in our families, right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for being part of this broadcast. We really appreciate every one of you from across the world. We thank you for supporting us to pray, and together we'll see the kingdom of God come and the kingdom of God established upon planet Earth in Jesus' name. Remember to subscribe to our audio podcast. You can listen to it straight away. Half an hour after the video uh, live feed, you can get the audio podcast on all platform and you can pray again and again and again and again and again until you see God's hand moving in those situations. We're back again tomorrow at 2 p.m. Remember as well, we've got our online Bible study, 8.30 p.m. We're looking at Elijah the Tishbite. Elijah the Tishbite. I think we should be moving to 1 Kings chapter 20. I hope so. We don't know, but we're just enjoying looking at uh, Prophet Elijah. We've been doing that for three months now, and I tell you, it's one of the best times I've had this year. Talk about COVID. No, we're talking about Elijah the Tishbite. 
Okay. All right. I'll see you eight um, tomorrow uh, online at 2 p.m. God bless you. Bye-bye. Israel